0: Katie, and this is Classically Black podcast, where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession, with trap beats playing in the background. Yep. So news this week? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the lady wants a twenty minute episode. So, could you imagine? That's that's literally impossible. That felt Unless, weird. I ain't gonna lie. It felt weird when you said that. Okay. So news this week? That's <laughs> that's weird. Especially if like uh, the topic would have to be like an elevator pitch yeah I don't even know what like what are we talking about for 20 like especially like there'll have to be I don't know there'll have to be nothing happening in the world and the intermission was what's your favorite color and why (laughs) and what color do you think a composer would be (laughs) and then we talk about a topic and that's it and then the black excellence would just be saying their name right (laughs) (laughs) Black excellence is blah blah blah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Week Black Podcast. Bye. All right. All right. So that was a minute fifteen. I think it's pretty good. So I'm ready okay. to go. All right. So. All right. Do <laughs> <laughs> you imagine we really cut off? Okay. Um. But news this week. So Lord knows what's going on in Baltimore. They still haven't figured that out. No, actually, I don't even know what's gonna happen next because, um, the other day, okay, excellent news reporting. <laughs> <The other> day, <laughs> it's classically <constantly> black podcasts, <laughs> like, they get what meanwhile, you mean, this, right? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna link the article so y'all can see it, but, um, the other day, which also, it's not even gonna be accurate by the time this episode's released. But yeah, we finally are back on our stuff, y'all. We ain't recording the day of. <laughs> okay, we were never doing that ever. That wouldn't even work. How would? It- okay. <laughs> um, but the uh, management offered a quote, "take it or leave it" oh. contract offer. Um, well, they left it. So, <gasps> yeah. How bad could it be? I, I feel like. What well, is but- it? Okay, it was not only was it, it wasn't even like no staying the same. They were taking pay cuts in the contract. Oh. It was like, like I, I mean, I feel terrible for them. Um, so yeah, it wouldn't be me was, going to my conservatory and, and practicing down one on all them hours for you to tell me that you can cut my pay in half. Okay, I don't know about half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you imagine? Have my, I don't have those that, those details. Um, but, um, it is inevitably going to push back the, um, the premiere, which was supposed to be, what is this at the 14th, September 14th. Oh, that's today when we're recording. Oh no. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, oh, oh my God. Ooh, I'm going to go on their website see what it is. I'm 2019, messy. uh, 2020 season um, was supposed to, or is supposed to start tomorrow, but obviously that's not going to happen. Um, but the contract was, uh, offered at the expense of summer concerts. So those were going to go and then likely a hefty pay cut. Um, it's, that's what the, uh, the co-chairman of the Baltimore Symphony, uh, Musician Players Committee said. Um, so they rejected the take it or leave it contract options, um, that were proposed by the management. Um, and that basically just means that, um, everything gets stopped in, until whatever comes next. Like at this point, I mean, I'm, I, I really don't know what comes after this because like, and also the vote was like overwhelmingly, um, against so it's not even like they, they could put like a majority vote you know mm-hmm. um and at this point no further negotiations have been scheduled so now they're just looking at each other like that gift of p diddy <laughs> right so what, cool Well, they they better hurry to figure it out because i'm on their website and they're saying that um the season opener or the season preview concert is that a thing now Cause i feel like is doing that too Mm, yeah maybe like people has it always someone tell us has it always been i thought y'all just start this the the season but anyway it's being pushed back to september 21st which is next saturday yeah y'all. so they get, get that together by then okay. in a week i don't know they, they must be stressed over there like i couldn't imagine how in that off oh uh, yeah and it says but um it says that if they don't agree to come back to work that the bso um is going to start losing money which what you mean start even right start well, did they even finish their w- season right in? um because it's going to be forced to start canceling concerts that were you know they were counting on probably for revenue of those concerts and their budget yeah um the ceo of BSO release a statement saying that they are not going to attempt to hire replacement musicians. Um, they wait. Did, they're going to do what? They are not going to hire replacement musicians because they w- <laughs> they'd rather cancel. Because also, who's going to see a, a whole orchestra of subs? Okay, and also you will be an idiot to take that audition. You will be a <laughs> you will be a fool. <laughs> like not a fool. you will be a mm-hmm. fool. You'll be blacklisted only you have only you have thinking. all these you said what i was gonna say only audition i got a chance to winning. so okay <laughs> you and that would be your last audition <laughs> that that you win i remember this happened to another orchestra was it minnesota no it wasn't minnesota i can't remember what orchestra it was was it louisville and they went on strike or something. Don't don't quote me. I think it was Louisville, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Literally quoting her. Okay. <laughs> and th- they they were like, all right, bet, y'all don't want to come to work? We could hire some subs. And that's exactly what they did. And it's like, it's, it's in poor taste because somebody, somebody's, that's somebody's job. Yeah. And they, they don't, res- you don't respect that person who won that seat. And the organization doesn't respect them. So why you want to work for them? I don't know if it was Louisville. I'm pretty sure it was Louisville, but... Yeah, that's kind (laughs) of like a stab in the back. Yeah. And you don't respect your college enough to take it? That's like crossing a picket line. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Right. Talking about they don't want to hire nobody else. You better not hire nobody else. Mm -hmm. That'd be so ghetto. Yeah, and they were like, this morning, this is a quote from the... um, the management like this morning the lights were on and the stage was empty and we were greatly disappointed that our musicians did not show up for the first rehearsal so they had the rehearsal on on the books and nobody showed up yeah <laughs> i love them <laughs> they said, we're, we're offering work and urge our musicians to come back to work so that we can open the season this weekend watch it. what what's in their contract exposure you said what did you imagine Expos- i said you know that that running joke that like people always try to offer artists exposure instead of money right (laughs) (laughs) you said you suck because like how are you like we're offering work what does that mean to somebody that that is in this you know that has been in this orchestra for decades oh it's work also like are y'all good like you literally they have no contract why would they come like that what like, yeah that literally doesn't make any I, sense i'm confused you were you really? expecting to show up <laughs> 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 i'll be home cackling like you know these fools opening the hall right <laughs> like you making it seem as if they're supposed to be grateful that they're getting any sort of work like nah this is their their job that they like y'all were supposed to take care of this it's right. not their job to make sure that the budget is uh is looking right you he's over here stressing the, the only job of the musicians is to play and they yeah. can't even do that because of y'all. And I feel terrible. Like, I didn't even realize how long this has been going on. Close they've been the working. Minute. Yes. They've been working without a contract since January. It's now September. Um, And most of them have not been paid at all since June 14th. Wait, hold up, hold up. <laughs> the way my lifestyle is set up, I would have been screwed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> since screwed. June. June. Like people got kids, bills exactly, Mostly. bills. Most importantly, bills. <laughs> okay, not most. What you going, What you doing? Well, you kids, call, you, kids are so, a bill. Well, Very there's that. And they don't care. Money, they don't care nothing about your emotional little job. well-being, <laughs> mental health. Kids will suck Oof. the life out of you. They don't care nothing about they don't care nothing about your little job or nothing about your little strike. Okay, right? They like they still looking at you like so. So benigno. the new Peppa Pig doll. <laughs> that new little yeah. pig dog done dropped th- it that reminds me of something you were telling me um uh, when you was like so <laughs> oh lord know what I say <laughs> I'm not gonna say it cause I don't know it's, it's your business I don't know whether or not like I don't know wait, so wait I'm, what, I'm, what episode to is be this safe? what episode is this 48 yeah okay well okay say it and then I'll let you know if I want you there though. Okay. Well when you were talking about how your mom was like I don't have it and you were just like so so, <laughs> so the 30 dollars <laughs> was like here katie <laughs> you can leave that i don't care okay <laughs> because because when she was like i got bills and i was like you should have been like yeah this is wonderful <laughs> that would have been on brand with me i'm telling you know what's I'm fed up, up kids don't <laughs> care they like don't for care. real especially at that age my mom was trying to reckon with me and i'm like right <laughs> like so now like, okay get them to understand like <laughs> bills responsibilities other things that don't involve you and they're <laughs> like so about the field trip <laughs> <laughs> right can i get the 100 deposit <laughs> You know how I think about it, them field trips like in high school be wild as heck. Like, we went to where we go, San Francisco. That was like, I'm trying to think, okay, New York wasn't that bad. I mean, (laughs) yeah, y'all was was traveling, traveling. Yeah, my high school, school. my high school orchestra travels every year. Wow, but yeah, we went to San Francisco. That was a $1,400 trip. They did take some people somewhere in my in my school. I just didn't go. I think they sent some people to China. Yeah, because you know what? It's unrealistic. Honestly, I'm trying to figure out where my mom got fourteen hundred dollars from. To go where? To San Francisco in the middle of school week? To do what? <laughs> like, that's wild. Right. And I was I sure was up up in her face like So the deposit, the twenty dollar deposit? Yeah, that's for tomorrow, so you gonna write a check or we getting a money order or what you what we doing? Ooh. Yeah, so I'm wishing them nothing but the best. So, um, I really hope it works out. Like that's freaking. Uh, I truly like. Apparently, they lost like over two million dollars in wages over the summer. What? Like, just not playing their summer season as planned. Like. And I really hope that these people are finding, you know, ways to supplement their income. Because imagine, like, you are living your life. Like, you've had this paycheck for a while now. Right. So you're used like, to certain things. You're used to paying for certain stuff. And now, like, you got your significant other looking at you like, so this is a two-income household. What we gonna, what we finna do? You have no idea when it's gonna end. So it's not even like, oh, this is, you know, temporary something-something. Like, you know you and they and they probably thought like oh this will be over in a month or something it's now you're right you haven't had a paycheck since june okay but first of all what my man's not gonna do is be in my face talking about where the money at i'm like why don't you figure it out okay do not okay. stress me out what i'm already stressed you're not gonna <laughs> come in my face talking about something so katie when when you when you when your when your band gonna pay you like get okay. up. Of- <laughs> <laughs> that's what he be calling it I would never date somebody who called it a band or my little my little job. Oh my god! Anyway, let's move on. That's not the point. Okay, not little job. <laughs> yeah, that was, it wouldn't even he wouldn't even get off the ground. <laughs> we wouldn't go anywhere, much less marriage. Um, yeah, I hope they figure it out. Yeah, wishing them nothing but the best. Wait, don't um, they have a fellowship program? <laughs> okay, I was gonna say something, but I'm gonna behave myself. No, I'm genuinely curious. I mean, I guess they leave it up. It's no like it's no application open. They can leave the page up. I mean, (laughs) oh, that is exclusive too. They they only take one person. Well, Delaney don't even go there. I didn't even say nothing. You didn't Um, have to, but I knew it was gonna get real bad. I in mean, and, and, and you know what I should have thought I should have thought about this before we even started the episode of how how is orchids connected to them? are they affected by this? Oh yeah, probably well, <laughs> never mind, we'll see yeah i i I'll look into that and that'll be something that we talk about on the next episode if I find anything um and also by the next episode, hopefully there will be positive news to report about this. Um, because there hasn't been in a very, 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 very long time. Oh. Um oh. all right, so they on the BSO website. Mm. All right, so two quick positive things, uh, for news. Uh the Cleveland Institute of Music's uh Musical Pathway Fellowship has been awarded a leadership grant. Um their new, this is a this is a new program, their Musical Pathway Fellowship, which I believe we talked about when it first, like, was announced. Yeah, since Jania in charge of it. <clears throat> that one? Maybe. Yeah, she in charge of something over there. Yeah, it might be this. <sighs> Hold, I don't have the answer to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, I'm like, yeah, did that, that sound right? Girl, <laughs> these episodes will be running together. <laughs> um... Yeah, they've been awarded a 3-year, $150,000 grant from Cleveland's uh George Gund Fund uh Foundation to further accelerate CIM's leadership position in ch- changing the face of classical music. Um additionally, the Ohio Arts Council um Oh, this is a long sentence. I don't know why I didn't make this concise. Um the Ohio Arts Council has approved 4 years of operating funding um starting this year that could ultimately total more than $150,000 to support CIM's free concert and community program offerings. So just as a reminder, this program is um designed for African American and Latinx students from grades 5 to 10 in the Cleveland area that are interested in pursuing a career in classical music um yeah so i mean that's that's really really great that they're getting funding for this fund things that uh that are trying (coughs) to or programs that are trying to make a a change in classical music because like you it's hard to do stuff without money what you doing without money listen ask oh you you need money for it (gasps) (laughs) next, next this, this week. i'm ready to go honestly ask, ask anybody no one in particular <laughs> you suck you, you do never getting a job. Getting a job. okay <laughs> um watch me i'm gonna be out on the street and they're gonna be like yeah that podcast was fun while it lasted wasn't it <laughs> okay at least you got the la feel behind you yeah, okay. But they disown me. We, what is what's that? It's a video going around Twitter right now of Kiki Palmer oh and like, Lord. um Oh, you haven't seen it's like someone put the caption like, Oh, didn't y'all used to talk? And it was like, I don't mean to sound rude, but I have never seen this man. If I saw him walking around the street I wouldn't know a thing. I'm so sorry to this man. I don't know him
1: <laughs> That's wow. what the LA
0: Feel gonna say that's what the LA Feel gonna say to me. <laughs> say <for> about <are>. me. <laughs> anyway. And Eastman. Well, every everybody I'm affiliated with. After after, yeah, that's what's gonna happen if I keep it up at this rate. You know, people get nervous when you start speaking the truth, so I'll let y'all live in a lie. Okay. All right. Lastly. <laughs> um, <laughs> lastly, Anthony McGill has whoop, been. Named- whoop, whoop. Sorry. right he's been he's been oh, named the artistic this. director of the juilliard uh juilliard school's music advancement program period so when i saw this at first i was like isn't that western Sprout? but he's the dean of the program when i tell you there's and a bunch of blackness going on over there like right. it's black I black on. i might even need to hop on over to juilliard mm. i don't okay um i couldn't so but why well, could but anyway you know what let me stop we're recording this. I was about to say something else trifling <laughs> about Julia. people gonna be like, "Are y'all good?" Oh my! But anyway, this CBP after dark needs to be a thing. Yeah, it, um, will, and it will be our last thing. The right. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited for this music advancement program. Um, I'm sure like amazing things are gonna come out of this. Oh, absolutely! Um, right, y'all got two uh, black men spearheading the whole initiative. Um, One is dean and uh, one is artistic director. So hopefully we're going to see more, um, especially as artistic director, hopefully we're going to see more black composers being programmed, uh, Mm -hmm. more initiatives targeted towards black students. Like it's about to be lit over there in NYC. So (laughs) wait, because Bert is over there, too, right? He is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what his involvement with that program is. Birds over there, Hassan's over there, Monica be over there. It's lit, That's true. Shoot, I need to go over there. Right, I, that's where I need to be. I <laughs> have having a, a black old time. Like <laughs> that's where I need to be. <laughs> All right. Um yeah, we can move on to intermission. Okay, so it is officially uh Marching Band season. Well, it's actually football season, but like in the swack which is like the Southwestern Athletic Conference, Marcha Band is really the star of the show. So if you're not familiar with what SWAC is, like every, I'm the wrong person to explain this because I don't know nothing about sports ball, but every little place got a conference, like the NCAA, whatever, I don't, Division two, Division one. that sound familiar. Um, so SWAC is one of those conferences and, <clears throat> excuse me, it's, um, primarily made up of if not solely made up of southern HBCUs and they compete against each other and I was doing a little bit of research in into SWAC marching bands um and it's actually really interesting I think it'll be cool if we double back around and do an episode on it just because African like African Americans have such a deep history when it comes to marching band that's actually really fascinating um I'm not gonna get too deep into it but basically they started playing instruments and stuff for the war like the civil war and it's really because they didn't want them holding guns like african-americans didn't have the right to bear arms mainly because they were afraid of an uprising and i'm like if y'all were afraid of an uprising ain't nothing click that like oh wow maybe what we're doing is terrible but that's either here or there um so it's like i'm starting to believe that's never gonna click so it's it's never gonna click it's like here, play the drums instead, because if we give y'all guns, like, you're gonna shoot us all, like, okay, um, so, and then it kind of unfolded from there, also, like, there was this huge, like, the John Philip Sousa movement, uh, brought the band popular, and then, the cool thing about Southern style marching bands Is the fact that they have Their own specific style Like you know a black band When you see a black band The music is freaking lit They also have a different way Of marching I'm not gonna get too much into that I never did marching band think. God I don't know how people do that Southern style or not Like The idea of marching and playing I'm very clumsy I don't know if people know that Like there's no way That went well Absolutely oh, You hit a gopher hole Now your ankle <laughs> Down in Timbuktu. Like, and I was watching, um, I was watching Arizona. uh, Okay, no, I wasn't. I was watching Alabama State, which we're not going to talk about (laughs) to, literally on the other side of the country. (laughs) I was watching Alabama State, uh, which also has a huge uh, marching band in the SWAC. And they, um, to get to their field, their field is like down. They go downstairs. The marching band goes downstairs. Mm -mm. That, I was like, how? That would never work. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. I don't the the coordination of just like simple walking for me is like hit or miss. So now you add an instrument. (laughs) I mean, I literally slipped on a piece of fruit the other day. Like I was like, I could have sworn. (laughs) I was like, I could have sworn this only happened in cartoons. (laughs) (laughs) That sent me like. I literally cackled. I was like, what does Skip here, You say he was like, that was funny to me. <laughs> that was funny <laughs> to me. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't get it. So because it's like, I, I call it marching band season because a lot of, I follow three marching, uh, swag marching bands in particular, because I just, I enjoy it. I think it's really dope. I think like I've, I've never seen marching band like this. So I'm not from this house. So, my marching band experience has been <clears throat> what it was um okay. so it's it's exciting to watch black marching bands because like they have a lot of them have dance lines and they play like with a bigger like a not a bigger sound cuz i remember talking to Peyton about it like i i don't understand how they keep up their chops honestly because like the power and sound that they play with and like the different type of style that they use um Sounds painful. But um, yeah, they're just fun. So I'm gonna we're gonna talk briefly about the three uh marching bands that I picked, um that I follow uh religiously. <clears throat> the first one is the Southern University, the human jukebox. Um Southern University is in Baton Rouge. It was founded in nineteen forty seven, has over two hundred and fifty members, so all two hundred and fifty y'all be on that little field doing that stuff. Um <laughs> they were they were the band like the if you remember <clears throat> excuse me the girls that were in like the blue from beyonce's homecoming that was um that was the southern huh, the human jukeboxes uh dancing dolls um they're probably the most well-known band in the swag um and they're the most viewed marching band in the country period um i know i think it's ohio state but it's not um, the second one that I like to watch is Jackson state university, the sonic boom of the South. They're in Jackson, Mississippi. They have over 250 members and they're finding around 1940. It's not exactly clear when, um, Alkins, Al, Okay. Alcorn state university, um, was, uh, founded in the 1960s and they're in Lorman, Mississippi. They have around 200 members and their dance line. The golden girls was the first dance line of its kind. So, what I asked Delaney to do, I wanted to give an honorable mention to uh, black marching bands because I think they're an important part of our musical experience as black uh, musicians. And I sent some videos to Delaney um, from one of the pages that I follow on IG. And I wanted her to take a look at these three marching bands that I've listed. And I would like her to assign a composer to each band detailing which one she thinks would be most suited to compose for that band based on the style based on what she saw um and then i have some other questions for you which are just uh simple questions like uh i want you to tell me the first impression you had of that band if any and then which one was your favorite overall but we can do that at the end so let's jump in and i have i did the same thing which uh, composer I thought would be most suited. So let's start with Southern University. Which one You're w- gonna have to tell me the name of the name of the girls that's what I know them by. Uh Southern University are the fabulous dancing dolls. Okay. <clears throat> um so especially like I feel like it wasn't to- it wasn't totally unbiased just because like you gave me a little bit of like background mm-hmm. when you texted me. So first thing I thought was like kind of. I don't want to say like. <sighs> okay, when I'm thinking like when you when you said like kind of bougie, I was thinking like something that's like very like I was thinking a composer that's like very like high class like very classy, mm-hmm. um and also but also very like established and um and like well-known so i personally thought mozart because like he has all of that but mozart can also get down like it's not like he like he's very he's very versatile Mm -hmm. so that's one that's why i picked mozart for them what was your first impression of of this particular band I don't. I don't know. I mean, I to be completely honest, like it's not really my thing. So mm-hmm. I was yeah. just kind of like, yeah. <clears throat> um, I liked all of them, um, but I wouldn't say they were my favorite. Not yeah. like, not like favorite, but like, I remember for the first time because i have growing up in the north or whatever. Like we don't have this type of this style. Like we don't start seeing this type of dancing this type of marching band until you get like somewhere around Tennessee um mm-hmm. but like my first impression of the Dancing Dolls like if I remember correctly like this is a long time ago I was like oh like they kind of like that's kind of cool like I think and I think in general for all these bands like it's not, like something I'm not used to seeing like I've never seen it before and I'm like oh there's a dance line they they sound different like the sound is different like did you have any of those experiences where it's just like Katie asked me to do this thing so I'm doing it oh, okay <laughs> I think there's an in-between. <laughs> there's definitely in-between. I mean, my impression of marching bands also, like, in general, like, the only connection I have with, mark- like, like HBCU bands is my ex-best friend who's in one. See, um, is it easier to say that? Like, ex-best friend or, like, former best friend? You used to make fun of me for that. Me, yeah. You used to make fun of me for that. But there's also, like, I mean, I never had a situation where I was like, this is literally <laughs> the only term that fits. Like... My my former best friend, um, is in one, and I mean, I I mean, one thing I will say, like, I admire like the hard work, like you can see that a lot of work and and practice goes into what they do because when could I could I ever see myself up there doing that? I would never. And it's remember they're in the south; it's hot. I'm I'm already not doing that. Already. like that's one thing i could say for every single one of them across the board like it takes like you could tell it takes like so much dedication like i remember uh, the closest thing i've ever come to this was cheerleading Mm -hmm. and i was already like girl one thing about them in in general is that a, a lot of these dance lines they do cuts i don't know for the band but they do cuts so like some of the girls don't be dancing every week. <laughs> like, it's like, you it's either perfect or it's not. Can you imagine if orchestra had cuts? I mean, like, <laughs> if you can't put a piece, you're not playing that week. I mean, and you're also not getting paid. Um, <clears throat> For Southern University, I chose Mahler just because Um, uh, not really looking at the girls so much as, like, the sound. Um, I think, to me, Southern University, besides FAMU, has like the best sounding band with what my classically trained ears are are used to hearing. Um and I think Mahler has a very brassy sound with with also being like quite an in, quite inviting. So I picked that for Sunny University. Okay. Next one, Jackson steak the Sonic. Boom. Boom boop boom boom. Boom boop 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 boom boom. Do <laughs> <laughs> you recognize that song? Yeah. Are you being being facetious no oh I'm about to say yeah it's, it's that that one get ready by the temptations mm-hmm. yeah that's their that's their like I don't know they play it at they play it every game but yeah okay the Sonic Boom what'd you think what'd you what'd you pick I picked your face. um <gasps> Prokofiev you know what I almost thought you weren't trying me I really did <laughs> At first, I was like, "Hailstork," but I'm like, "Why would it be Hailstork?" And then mm. you wouldn't say your fave, and I'm like, I know she wasn't say going to say Wagner. Okay, so like the same reason why you take For the- what? For the- okay, what? Because people are weird and stuff. Okay, oh. I know that, but like also there are just certain things like like there are certain things like largely I feel like not really Prokofiev because like I would have picked Mahler because like the brassiness how you said for the last band for um Southern but I just feel like Prokofiev every now and then has these really like good brass moments like in Dance of the Nights it's a prime example of that so I feel like that's why I picked Prokofiev because when you get like there are certain times where you i which I heard in the band like with the low brass, there's like a certain sound that you can get. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it reminded me of that because like every now and then like when Prokofiev's not doing weird stuff like he also he also gets that I feel like it was um it was also like really versatile like with the with the girls too. Because like how we how you were saying, like, they're sort of in the middle. Yeah. In terms of like they're not really bougie, but they're also not like super in your face, super hard. Like I feel like Prokofi to me has a lot of versatility. Yeah. So that's the, the parallel I drew. Um, I think for me, um, Jack State is actually my favorite marching band because I think they're the most well rounded. I think their dance their dance line um is parallel. With the sound of their band, I think that they're because the Dancing Dolls can be kind of boring sometimes, but I think they always exciting. Everything about Jackson State. We going to a game, Delaney? We've been over this. I'm I'm gonna work. I'm gonna wear you down eventually. Why? You, or you could have been to a game by now. Were <laughs> you worried about wearing me down? <laughs> I couldn't. have, We all know I can't because I have. Oh, I might could go this year. Someone go with me. <laughs> Inbox me. Um. Anyway, I picked Brahms for the same along the same lines that you did for coffee of. Okay, however you say his name. Um because Brahms can fire. be <laughs> <sighs> Because Brahms can be very brassy, but also like be really delicate. And also Brahms to me is a really refined sound, in my opinion. Um, I must be really mad at Brahms right now. I, I just re- I remembered that because some of the stuff he'd be writing, I'd be like, <laughs> why? Um, but yeah, that's what I picked. Okay, last one, Alcorn State. Uh, fun fact about Alcorn State: this was the first uh dance line that didn't have no batons or no flags or nothing. It was just like the the very first one. All the other girls followed suit. Okay, so. <laughs> Honestly, like the first impression I got was attitude. They are like fun watching. Yeah. They and are very fun. You, and so my pick comes out of trife. because um, okay. you know at least one of you know at least one of them had to. So I was thinking of like who it's and it's barely even based on the music, but I was thinking like attitude, composer, who who I'ma pick? After this past couple episodes we did, I was like, oh, I must go with my boo, Tchaikovsky you know what <laughs> you know I'm going agree with that because I forgot how rude he was he is and I just feel like he bout it like yeah, yeah you know who else was bout it though for real who Prokofiev, Prokofiev but, was bout it. but was he bout it or was he crazy he was bout it because he was finna fight Stravinsky and which, which is why I would have been here for that because I feel like a lot of y'all do like to do a lot of talking and I feel like I mean even though I support Tchaikovsky and what he said I mean it was kind of rude but you saw Brahms and everything was all hunky dory. I have a problem with that. Like, I thought I thought he was he was squaring up. That's true. It was a was it a long time though? It was like ten years later. It was ten defense. years later. Like, like if he had came now, you fifty trying to square up at, at somebody's house. Like, that's a little inappropriate and ridiculous. And also looking <laughs> crazy. Like, if Brahms should be the one, Brahms would look crazy if he pro- approached Tchaikovsky just because Tchaikovsky would have been like, "What are you even talking about?" Right. It's been a and whole Brahms, Right, and he would have been looking dumb, talking about, well, 10 years ago, I heard in the letter that you, in the, in the telegraph that you wrote to me that. <laughs> right, and, that, and, and the messenger pigeon said, you have something to say, so, hey, right, so square up. We jump, jump, froggy. Like, if I were to check I've something, like, listen, one thing's for sure, and two things for certain, you go back the heck up for me. <laughs> um, Okay, I, I said Brookner at first, because the, the oh, this kind of rude, because, okay. <laughs> Because Alcorn State's band is like not. It doesn't like. It's not the most inspiring. I mean, I'm not the one who needs to be inspired. But like, in regards to like my my other two faves. But damn, we talking about like the, the Golden Girls. Yeah, Tchaikovsky. He was freaking about it. Like. Yeah. I would agree mm-hmm. with that. Man, I love the Golden okay. Girls. They are so fun. Some of the stuff they be doing, I'm like, is your spine okay? Like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like what back guess none no, back. Um, <laughs> um so yeah we had a little history lesson a little mm, something if you're not familiar with these bands i mean uh, i think uh, you know i feel like more people are just because of like beyonce and like coachella like that whole that whole experience was the black college experience you had lines and pledging you had the black uh marching band so like Take a look is very interesting, um, especially in regards to like, the history surrounding these bands. Um, and yeah, let us know what you think. And listen, I ain't trying to offend nobody. I think Southern sounds good, but their dance times are boring. We, we could fight about it. We could we could talk. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. Speaks. Remember, I said Southern. Um, no, I said ooh. Oh, I was like, who? I was like, we just did a whole intermission. Okay, <laughs> I'm flying. I mean, that's also on brand for me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. They're not boring I mean They look better They look really really good this year Like they look really good Um Girl I'm not Like especially I just realized Like not only am I not going to a JSU game But um On top of that Like Sports ball I'm okay Oh see As you would say (laughs) As you would say I don't do sports ball (laughs) Okay I wanna make one thing Very very clear I had no Okay I don't know if I was If I already said this I had no intention of watching A football game I, we was gonna sit next to the band and watch the little halftime show, and probably leave early because, listen, for other I just got continue. No, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I just got tickets. My job always giving away stuff. Then I just got tickets to the USC football game. I won't be go. I won't be attending. Um, but I mean, I considered it because like football can be entertaining, but I would never watch it. No, I would never watch it if I didn't absolutely have to. Like I remember when my like my mom put my little brother in football a long, long time ago, and like being made to go to the games. And it's also that's also a little bit different because it was my brother on the field. Yeah. So like maybe that was probably why I was like, yeah, you know, like that's probably why I was invested in one team winning over the other. <laughs> <laughs> right. Could <That's a> mo- <laughs> be rooting for the other side. <laughs> <laughs> like. I I can recall one time in my life act like I'm not even playing like one time and mind you I used to go to Super Bowl parties all the time right I can remember one time in my life actively watching football and that was like two years ago and my uncles were they weren't annoyed but I was like what are y'all cheering for and like even like the basic fundamentals of the game I are over my head like I don't I don't understand it's like you score six points and then you kick it through the little fork and then it's seven points. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not yeah, what's called. Nothing about none of that. Oh, is, is it that? Is it a fork? I guess it is kind of like a tuning fork, a wide one. Yeah, you, you kick is it through it the h touch, Yeah, a touchdown. Touch. Yeah, touchdown. Sounds Somebody, familiar. Somebody's somebody's blood is boiling <laughs> right now. Like a touch, touchdown sounds familiar. It's not a goal. <laughs> no, it's, I, a touchdown. It's, no, that's when you get a point. But I'm just trying to say, it. I was like, oh, was that like a touchdown? Mm, I don't know what to call it. I, I, I thought the thing was called a touchdown thing, like a touchdown line or. Something. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, and I know the 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 fumble is when you fumble, like you get the yeah, like, bag. Yeah, you get the bag the and bag? fumble it. Yeah, that's, that's from a song. You get the bag and fumble oh, it. I get I the bag. You I like it and You were calling it. that. I was like, it's football, so it's not football. <laughs> No, you fall when you fumble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay? Nope. Here That's we go. When you get the I got ball it. And then you drop it. Ain't that a fumble? Yeah. Okay. No, I think. Okay. This sounds familiar. Okay. Basically. Okay. You started the the fifty yard line. Is that the halfway point? That makes sense. Let's go with that. Okay. You start with the fifty yard, and then they tackle each other, and you're trying to you're trying to advance advance across the field. <laughs> you lost me. To and then. And then you, you throw it. You kick it. And hey then. Man, since you're trying to be fancy. You run. And, and, and then you, right. You got to run somewhere. And then you. And you catch the ball. In the end zone. Oh. Okay. And then. That's six points. And then. You kick it in the tuna fork. And then it's seven. Okay. <laughs> I think that's how it works. I'm very proud of myself. I remember that. Oh, yep. I didn't even know that this stuff was worth more. Though. Why don't y'all just make everything one point. See, they ask Man us. Young. See, I feel like hockey so much easier because it's like I everything's mean, one point. I mean, I won't be playing hockey. I feel like that's stupid. Um, y'all still putting young kids in football. I would never understand it. Football such st- a violent sport. It's it so, is very violent. so, violent. Like, I can't. Like, I mean, you like, and your brain not even d- developed like that. Oh, and you you relying on you relying on that tiny little brain stem that keeps sturdy? Yeah, okay. Go Where's ahead. You got, you, got, you got like three little hairs connecting the brain to the top of your skull. You rattling around like a maraca? Yeah, well. And especially like I remember I was my mom was watching this like kitty football thing and, and it was like a show. It was on Netflix or something like that. And um like I just it was like the coaches saying we're like way off topic at this point, but it's fine. <laughs> like the coaches were like, he like one of the coaches was like telling his players, like specifically how to hit the boys on the other team, boys as in children on the other team to knock them out and like, do like damage to them where that they could not get back up. I was like, I was like, you should go to jail for that. You really should. Like the way he was explaining it was like, like I was literally like tearing up. Like I cry very easily. Like I, I'm the first to admit that, but like it was really gross to me. I was like, "These are children, and you're trying to give them, you're trying to permanently hurt them for for what? So you can win a football okay. game, right? A, football a children's game. football game, right? Freaking caption. It's flag. not like you not captioned, right? What is it called? It's it's not like you own an NFL team and you got millions of dollars on the line. Like, are you kidding? These are kids. I was I was truly disgusted. I mean, I used to when I was a cheerleader, I used to cheer for um the football team mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg's son was on but <laughs> okay but yeah I mean that's the only thing I got regarding football I mean how do we even get to this topic because I was telling you that if we go to Jackson I'm sorry when we oh. go to Jackson State that we're gonna just we happening. when we go we're gonna be, um, you can FaceTime me when you're there when we go we're gonna be watching the band and then we'll probably leave at intermission is that what it's called no halftime intermission <laughs> <laughs> Sorry It's Sorry <laughs> We got intermission Tooting fork. <laughs> I would leave I will leave At the halfway mark Because mm, Mississippi makes oh, me Oh and nervous. I went to the Super Bowl <laughs> Oh see Mississippi makes me nervous So I just don't want to be out That late I'm sure it's they fine was, they, When there. we were there They was trying to watch the game I was like I have to literally know. I'm like Beyonce is back here And you're watching the game yeah, okay. <laughs> I my mean, I mean, they get paid millions of dollars if they win or lose. Look at the look at the Bears. They're still going strong. I don't know what that means. But the Bears <laughs> in Chicago? You don't do you even know what your football team is in LA? I know that the Rams are coming, which I believe that's football. The Rams is football. They're coming because they're gentrifying the city that I was born in. That's the only reason why I know what they are. It's because that stadium is gonna kick all the black people out of Englewood, so great. Yep. <laughs> Woohoo! Sports ball. Let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the only reason why I know what that is. That stadium, and they're gonna build shops around it, and then all the white people are gonna move on. I mean, move in, and so great. I mean, luckily my family owns property in that neighborhood, but like, what about now? I'm not gonna want to move back there. To live next to, never mind. Let's go. What's what's the topic? (laughs) I'm, I'm, I feel like on the show I'm constantly digging the hole deeper and deeper and deeper for myself. Until, I mean, I support it. So, sportily black podcast. Right. Tune in here for your sports updates. That would go terrible. (laughs) First of all, neither of us care enough. We wouldn't have a show right come on athletically black <laughs> Uh, let's talk about sports right the right. sport I know the most about is probably tennis and that's by uh not that's against my will I mean I don't know about any sports uh, oh no gymnastics because it's Simone Biles I like to watch her flip around <laughs> that's fun my mom was constantly watching tennis. Tennis is so boring. It keeps doing the same thing, back and forth, back and forth. You could not forth. tell her that. I mean, she was in there yelling at the screen. I'm like, you know he can't hear you, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm and tennis is, like, not fun to me because it's hard. I don't like hard things, okay? Like. Okay, you literally play an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, okay, an yeah. Arguable, an arguably very, very hard thing. I mean, <laughs> According to my practice session today, yes, yeah, very difficult. I was okay. like, girl, first position, what's going on? Um, no, I mean like, okay, my cousin Monica plays tennis. And she's like sixteen and she like bodied me. I mean, it was very difficult. Like, because it's out of place, you gotta cover. Like yeah, it is. you can hit the ball anyway, and I gotta run and then we had to start running and stuff. And she was like and she was making a way f- funny fun of the way that I was holding the racket and stuff and and follow through katie and you gotta stand oh like this God. i was just like I'm getting flashbacks i mean we my mom used to make us go to the park and play tennis with her we've got um she put us in uh this little hood tennis class okay with the same i mean it literally was but i mean like it's good because you know somebody giving affordable tennis lessons in the park like for a group of black kids like that is good right, but, so also um, serena williams learned tennis and hood so exactly but i just mean like that's what we was doing um i'm just saying like that that takes me back yeah it was it also lasts like a smooth 30 minutes and i was like well this was fun no i didn't give up that easily i think she had something something went wrong but okay we must move on we're like an hour in. <laughs> you are it's like 50 minutes <sighs> that's that's crazy. I don't know okay. how that happened. You know what I feel um, like? You know, th- it's happening to today. I feel like we've, we're forgetting that we're actually recording something because that yeah. that sports tangent is like a that went on way too long. That's a normal Katie Delaney tangent. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh well. All right, y'all. So I'm literally bent in my bed right now. But um, all right, y'all. So this week we're talking about some of y'all's faves briefly um so i'm sure a lot of you know or have at least heard of two set violin (coughs) two set violin is a pair of individuals okay um (laughs) this is going swimmingly (laughs) (laughs) named let me pull this up um Oh, my God. Brett and Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, they're two violinists. Hence the name Two-Set Violin. They're two Wait. violinists who oh, are, two set? I guess. That doesn't make sense. I just realized that. Girl, I don't know where that comes two from. Two sets? It's not know. two sets of them. It's one set. It should be one set violin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where the name came from. Maybe, Maybe Google it came it. from a place where it does make sense. I have no idea. Oh, you know what? Maybe um, that Australian vernacular. You know it's crazy? Right. Isn't it crazy how I'm not from Australia, so there's no way I could speak on something from Australia if that's okay. the way they. All right, all right, I, all right. All isn't right. that crazy? No, okay. it's not. Um, okay. it's not. Let cr- us get there. Let us get there. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm um, gonna Google it though because Google's here for me. She's free. She's right here. It's true. So well, I'm when gonna. You don't know something? You can always look it up. Something you don't that have to talk about it confuses you me. You yeah. don't have to volunteer your your opinion that nobody asked you for. But what <laughs> does it yeah. make more sense? I'm, I'm just going to dig um, into Google, see what she has to say about uh, one set violin. OK. Anyway, two set violin is a pair of individuals who um, are classical music influencers. If you're throwing that word around. OK. Um, <laughs> they are. They are. OK. I'm biased. They are classical music influencers that do, quote, comedy videos. Um, It's no secret. It's no secret that I personally do not think that Tusei Violin is funny. I have tweeted that. I have said it multiple times out loud in front of the public. Um, They have made me laugh before, about two years ago probably. Um, But their content has since descended into a place that i don't think is funny anymore um so the reason why we're talking about two set violin this week is because they released a video um it was called sacrilegious react i don't know what it was called yeah it's called flute twerking and k-pop violin sacrileg sacrilegious review okay so Delaney accosted my inbox with this um, oh, okay. <laughs> with a link to this uh, video. So it's basically the whole premise of it is they're looking at <clears throat> instances in which instruments are being used in a different way. Um, they have four things here. The first one is um, a K-pop video. And the girl is like soloing on violin, but like all the people behind her are also playing violin, but like in weird ways, like with terrible technique, like the stuff that we're used to seeing, like why don't you just hire real musicians type thing? Like terrible uh, bow holds, terrible finger. Uh, what's it called? I literally play a viola. Um, <laughs> what's this called? I'm looking. Do you? I can't, you know hand what? Position? Yes. Left hand, terrible left hand. Oh, wow. That's not even a music term. That's okay. Everybody. <laughs> okay. Everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> Terrible. Um, Hey, Caitlin. Um, that. So, whatever. There's that. The second one was a guy who's a beekeeper but keeps bees in his cello, which, okay. Um... The third one is Lizzo. We're gonna we gonna take Lizzo and we're gonna just put it to the side. We're gonna leave Lizzo, right? Where we're gonna come we not there yet. We're gonna get there. Um, and then the fourth one was a dude playing violin underwater, scuba diving with a a violin. I I I don't know. So they went through and they watched videos and they reacted to it about what they found was sacrilegious and and stuff like that. So that's basically the premise of the video. Um should we link it? I don't know. Because how, the way YouTube works is like they get paid for good reviews or not. So mm. yeah, I was, I was thinking about that and I was thinking maybe no, I mean, but either already way said who they are, if you want to see it, you can <clears> search, <throat> you can search them on, on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, so, if we really didn't want them to have more views, we, we wouldn't, we shouldn't have said who they were, but I mean like, I don't, I'm not going to actively be like, I don't want nobody to watch your stuff, but I just won't be the reason why they're watching it. Yeah. <laughs> but basically that's the premise of the video. So the 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 problem the problem it was going fine (laughs) until they got to lizzo so the thing the thing is so lizzo came on and the first thing they said the first thing they said was um like i'm confused like i'm this caught me by surprise i'm like what exactly was surprising about it a black girl playing violin i mean playing flute that's surprising to you y'all got black girls playing flute in, in australia Cause I'm trying to figure out like, probably not. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like what. I mean, like yes, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm, I know I'm biased. I like Lizzo, so I'm not gonna be like, whatever. She's in what those things called? Like, like all the girls be wearing? Like is that a unitard? Know what it's called? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All the girls wear that. A Beyonce, a Cardi B, Meg The Stallion, they all wear unitards. With I guess that's the wave now. Uh Nicholas Minaj, like they all wear that. So that is because, like, she what's that thing called? They what's that dance move called? Twerking? No, it's like the one people say that it's from Minecraft, but it's that's not wh- where it's from. black she people people made no idea what you're talking about. Black people made it first, and then they put it in Minecraft. Is that Minecraft? And now, anyway she's dancing or whatever she's twerking also like i don't i'm just i'm confused as to what you're confused about it's a it's a black girl playing flute and twerking like you you've never seen a fusion of genres before like ever like that's not something y'all do at all i'm just confused as to why i don't understand uh and they were like yeah this is sacrilegious for sure i can't i can't tell what genre it is i'm like because it's not a genre it's hip-hop merged with classical music and then another thing that they said that made me <laughs> the most upset um so the everybody knows the video that what kind of like went viral around like maybe a month ago where she was um it's like with the trill or whatever so mm-hmm. they were like what is that interval like it's such a weird interval i'm like the same interval that webern be using and they, y'all call right. it and y'all call it high art I'm like, so what are we talking about? Like, that made me so... That's when I was like, okay, I got to fix my face. Yeah, like, y'all just looking for stuff to say <laughs> at this point. Yeah, it's like, I've, I have a problem with you co- saying like that's weird and this is sacrilegious because, first of all, let's be very clear. And we're going to be very clear that Lizzo is, is a classically trained flute. Now, flute is. Like, just she because... like literally is. Like, literally went, a whole to, degree. <clears throat> went to school for it. Like... It's not like, okay, I'm not saying like there's um anything wrong with like picking up an instrument and just kind of learning it. There's nothing wrong with picking up an instrument and, and just playing it. Like people learn guitar all the time, but Lizzo's actually classically trained just like you claim to be. You know what I'm saying? And she's using what a lot of classical musicians do, this podcast, um, other creatives, like what they do, you use classical music to do something else like a lot of people do that wow what a concept and you're saying like oh I don't understand this I'm like it's not for you to understand then so um we my 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 problem was within the first 30 seconds of the video when they said something along the lines of I'm pretty sure that this is almost exactly what it was um they said that they're gonna be looking at people using classical instruments in a way that they should not be used and i was like now who oh yeah. god's green and blue gave you the authority to decide how somebody should and should not use their instrument especially if they're playing it like the guy was scuba diving with the violin like oh okay like i get that um because somebody could have been using that violin like what are you doing underneath the water with it but um but how are you going to say that she's using it? She's using the flute in a way that it should not be used. Especially like y'all two who claim to be classical musician comedians. Like y'all be doing all type of crazy stuff, hula hooping and junk with, uh, with your violin. That's not how Mozart envisioned it. So what, what what do you yourself are creatives? Like, are you kidding? You have the audacity to bash somebody by, uh, for how they use their, their instrument and then also mm. like if, if you don't my thing is like if you don't understand something first of all like australian culture and american culture are two vastly different things and then if you don't understand something like why don't you just look it up like it shouldn't be it shouldn't be like um oh this is black girl twerking with a flute like why don't you go figure out like who she is why she's doing that what kind of merit she has to be doing that if you care about that kind of stuff like how did she come up with that? And then there was a video after that. Um, it was Meg the Stallion and um, and Lizzo with that video that was on IG with Meg with Meg freaking twerking and um, and Lizzo was playing Shake That Monkey. If you. If you, that's, that's when I was really like, you should have nothing to say about that because that is like a niche understanding. Like, especially like in the black community. Well, for me, like, as, um, like being Greek, like Shake That Monkey is literally like the stroll. Like, it's like our stroll for S.G. Row. Like, S.G. roll Shake That Monkey, that's like our thing. You, y'all, I, y'all don't, y'all not pledging in, in Australia. Like that, you have nothing to say about that. Like, Shake That Monkey is a black it's like swag surfing you know what i'm saying it's like there's something for you to be confused about because it's not for you but oh it's like she playing she playing whatever the song is and they sang it back like they i'm like i'm glad you have great oral training that's fantastic but it's like you have no context as to what that is but it's sacrilegious because you don't understand it that's like that's ignorant that's like that's like me going to um me going to I don't know Malaysia and they they play the viola a different way. And I'm like, mm, this is sacrilegious because it's not the way I was trained to use the viola. That's ignorant, and it's like, yeah. and it's not funny. I, uh. It's not, And especially because like you act like people people use instruments in other genres of music all the time. All like, the time, like literally, how dare you? So, um, but this episode is not just about them. Uh, one thing. Right. So one thing that um, I've noticed, not just with this two set uh, video, this is actually the, the video that turned me off to them completely was one that they did about the, quote, fastest violence in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you tell me about that. Video. Yeah. The whole video was just a video. They played the video of the guy on whatever he was on the news, the T V or whatever. They were playing that and it was a reaction video. The entire video was just them tearing him down. Like him playing and them like pausing it and being like, okay. Oh you hear how bad that was. He's not even doing this and he sucks and he blah, 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 blah. I'm like I was like, I cannot believe you guys recorded this. Hopefully you watched it, you edited it, right? And then we're like, "Yep, we're happy with this." And then you uploaded it, and then you kept it up, and then nobody said anything. I was like, "That is terrible. It's a really, it's a really, really mean thing to do,
1: especially like opinion.
0: that fastest violin in the world." I think I remember seeing that go around. That's the one when he played "Flight of the Bumblebee," right? Mm-hmm. It's like if he he it's clickbait, okay? Like that's how YouTube works, and like I, you, out of all people, should know that, like can Hillary Hahn play faster than him I'm sure you know it's like that's not even the point so for you to go in like critique his technique as creatives it's like it's pathetic to me i mean yeah, i think and- yeah and I feel like I'm like, y'all act like he just picked up the violin and did that. Like obviously there's some sort there's some amount of training and um in practice that goes into doing even what he did. Yeah. Like, like that's not even that's not it's not like he just picked up the violin and he ain't know nothing and Right. Like, that doesn't and are you perfect? I don't see you up on the stage with the Berlin Phil. Right. That's just, it's just it I don't know. i I mean i didn't watch that video because i have no have zero interest but it just sounded mean like the way you described it it's like and then how do you think he feels when you when he he sees like just like you who have a platform like they have over a million subscribers on youtube and you have this huge platform imagine imagine your video being on their platform being picked apart like that That didn't occur like didn't occur to you before you put it up right like that this is that person yeah who might see this? Who probably has seen Who probably has seen it. Um, yeah, so that seeing a combination of that video and then seeing the one about Lizzo, um, really put me over the edge with them too. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> um Not over the so edge. So that it got me thinking about um it got me thinking about how we treat each other in classical music, um and you know, like as a community because like I'm I'm telling you like and i'm i mean this isn't me saying this but like it's it's just a fact that like it's a small world and there's literally like probably no more than 2 degrees of separation between between people like you always whenever you meet somebody like uh they know somebody that you know and like it's it's a yeah. small world so like classical music is very much a community like even somebody across like overseas like people from here go study overseas vice versa like people know each other this is a community um it it is important to have relationships with people like this is not a field where you could just like i know it's very normal for us to shut ourselves in a practice room but like this is also a field where like knowing people is important right so it matters how you treat people this isn't something where you could just hide behind a screen you can hide behind a youtube comment or an email or something like you are interacting with people um all the time as a classical musician so how you treat people really, really does matter. Um, and I feel like in my experience, and this isn't, like, totally 100% across the board, of course, but, like, in my experience, I've seen so much nastiness mm-hmm. and cattiness between cattiness. classical musicians um, for no good reason. For no reason. For no good reason at all. Um, yeah, and I just would like... And so today we're going to talk a little bit about like why we think stuff like that happens, what our experience, uh, with with cattiness and that sort of thing, how that's like taking place in our lives and and stuff like that. Yeah. So when it when it comes to cattiness, like I think then you could agree that this happens in a lot of ways. So we're going to talk about some of those ways that, um, that that occurs. Um, one thing in my personal experience that I have seen is like in studios, which is like weird to me because like, I get, I don't know. I think because of my background and like where I've, where I've come from, like, especially as a violist and my, like, like how, how I've grown as a violist, like I've, I've learned to kind of like not really pay attention to the people in my studio in that way like tearing apart playing and stuff like that because I've no I know like how hard I've had to work so me comparing myself to people in my studio it's like there was a point where that wouldn't even be like a possibility because I I, at the very at my very early training like an undergrad I was easily the weakest one so for me like by the time I got to Eastman, I was so used to not even like putting myself in that way. But like to see and luckily when I was at Eastman, um that the atmosphere that Mr. Taylor cultivated in our studio didn't lend itself to that because he he's he's trifling. So like he would just put you in your place. Um and also like I feel like a lot of people in my studio are like that. Like the cattiness doesn't really exists but I hear about it a lot in other studios not specifically at Eastman but just in general and it's weird it's like you're going to you might as well be nice and I think we said this so many times before on the show you might as well be nice and respectful to the people in your studio because when you go to an audition you're not just going to go to an audition with the people in your studio there's going to be other people you just don't even know like there's no point in being rude to them when competition like is literally Plentiful right outside of your right outside of your your school so it doesn't really make sense to me in, in that regard definitely um and then another way that this manifests itself and i feel like this is a, a point where i want to like kind of zoom out a little bit and actually like look at this behavior because i feel like this is something that a lot of people do and a lot of people don't really realize it's messed up um is exactly what two set violin did which is you look at videos of people playing and then you tear them apart now obviously like like you were saying katie earlier um before we were recording like this is a a field where like criticism is extremely important part of what we do yeah you have to criticize yourself to get better you literally pay people to criticize you for an hour a week like (laughs) which is so weird to me like (laughs) you really think about it like you have to be you able have, to take criticism. That's not healthy. I don't. I still can't get around where of your it teacher is. is. Yeah, I like my mean, yeah, teacher, like but I never feel like my teacher is coming for me. Like, never. there's a there's a way to do it where it's like you know that this is coming from a place of like I want to help you get better, not you are terrible. Yeah, I mean that's a better way to think about it. Like I want to help you get better because it's like you th- think about it. Like okay, you you prepare your best bok, right? You've been working on this bok, whatever. You go into your studio, your lesson. And it's like, Delaney, that was really good. Now, here's what you can fix about it. That's weird to me. Mm-hmm. The more I think about <laughs> it, like, I feel like that's... I mean, tell me what I need to fix. Like, please, tell me what I need to fix. But I just think it's weird. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, like... And, and like, also, watching videos of other people playing and taking things from that and applying it to your own playing is also a, no- a whole different thing. I'm not talking about that. Right. But when people you see a video of somebody playing and you're like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna dm this to my friend and say look how bad this sounds (laughs) like somebody gets got their feelings hurt it's weird stop doing it. it it's like i just feel like a lot of people are in the habit of doing it and they don't see like like okay personally my experience with this um in my studio um everyone in my studio is generally very very nice. They're nice people and I and I and I know that. You know? Mm-hmm. But there is a person not in the studio, someone outside, someone I've never met. Some someone that uh, most of the people in my studio have also never met. So it makes even less sense. But apparently this person is rude or weird or just I don't know, but they don't like him. So they will pull up videos of this person playing and just sit around a whole group of like twenty-something bass players and just and rip him apart. Wow. Like and this has happened multiple times and like and I and like I remember getting up, getting up and leaving because I was like I, w- I refuse. Yeah. To sit by while y'all do this. I was like this is so mean and I and like once th- I pretty instinctively empathize with people and put myself in their shoes. I'm like I don't even know how w- how would I feel if there was a group of bass players of twenty-something bass players sitting around up a video of my playing for the sole purpose of pointing out every single thing that doesn't sound good and every single thing I did wrong yeah it's messed up that is so messed up and rude first of all my like, conscience wouldn't even be able to do that like I'm <laughs> I can't I can, I can't even like picture me doing that just because I'm not saying like okay oh, he's perfect I might say I must I just think it's mean like it's mean. I feel like so often as classical musicians, we forget how hard it is. Especially like depending on like where you are in classical music, I yeah. feel like people often forget about how hard it is to play an instrument, and well, it, they don't want to admit it, which is so dumb. Which is it's it's hard. I don't understand why people don't want to say like, "Oh, woman, well, oh man, it's hard. It's not hard." I'm like, there's something hard about everything, and I know like that could be like a a way to pigeonhole yourself. Like you, if you overthink every little detail, but. Like, classical music, music is hard, and I feel people forget that, like, often. Yeah, exactly. And especially when you're in a situation where this person didn't post this video to be criticized. They didn't post it for your opinion. Right. And, like, I know that you may not be commenting on the video, but, I mean, people do that a lot on YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a difference between, like, my teacher sometimes in between lessons will have me send him a video of me playing, and then he'll, like, take, you know, tell me a couple things to work on. Yeah. Like, yeah that's me or or even like there may be a grad student in my studio and i'm like hey can i play for you or can i send you something like you and you do that as well like Mm -hmm. before you were telling me like there are some people that you trust that you're like hey can i send this to you and you give me some feedback like that's a situation where like yes your criticism is welcome but you have somebody that's posting something they were probably proud of it they wanted to share it right and they put it on their thing and and not only you didn't even just come across it you searched it like right (laughs) you went out of your way to be rude it doesn't make sense, and 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 I've had people pull this up and do something like that to me in person, and be like, "Oh, look at this!" And I just look at them like, I don't know what you want, how you want me to respond to this, but I'm not responding the way that you want me to because I'm yeah, not rude, so like I just feel like it, how other people's progress, other people's playing is literally none of my business. None like, of my. I'm focusing business. on Delaney, and that's just about it. I remember, <laughs> I remember I uh. I was talking to some violists, and like, it was kind of embarrassing because it was like, he was one of them. Oh, you know who it was? Oh, he's, a, I don't remember his name. He's a dude from uh, Strauss, Michael Strauss. I was talking to Michael Strauss. This was years ago. This was like, I was talking about like at least five, six years ago. I did him, I played a class for him and he, we were talking after, and I think it's like maybe a year or two before I was gonna start applying for grad school. He was like, yeah so like what are the other people playing in your studio and i was like i don't i don't know and he was like what you don't know we have a small studio and like in undergrad i think i had like eight people in my studio and i'm like what i didn't say it to him i'm like what's your point i don't know i don't i literally am so like in my zone i can't even tell you what people are playing and especially at, at I eastman i just take a guess and be right well saying what's viola right i'm like somebody playing walton i can tell you that much <laughs> right <laughs> and and Mrs. taylor for sure he had autumn freshmen last year was freaking crazy out of autumn freshmen at least four of them are playing the brook romance so imagine my distress in studio yeah. <laughs> in studio class but i mean i could tell you that but like my peers like um the other grad students i don't i don't know what it'll get that time to uh recital and what's that thing called what's that obligatory thing we gotta Jeez. do yep and wow. <laughs> I'm, almost, I'm over here talking like i'm done with school forever <laughs> i'm like i ain't even playing no recital again um and i'll be like oh that's very nice that little thing you just played i remember joyce played oh, i shouldn't say her name whatever doesn't matter i remember she played um this rondo by uh dang i don't even, see, can't even tell you the composer and I okay. went up to her after. Oh, look! though. I think Weber. I think Weber wrote a viola rondo or something, some fast flashy thing. I went up to her after the studio. I was like, "That was very nice. What did you? How long you been working on that?" Like, I had no idea. I had. I literally go to my lesson, mind my business. I get dragged sometimes, and I leave, and like that's it. Like, what a concept. I don't. I don't what know. What a life. What a life to lead. And I know, like, it's good to kind of know what people are working on in your studio, because it's like if you know, like if y'all are all working on the same excerpts, but that's what expert class is for. <laughs> but I don't know. Or if someone, I can't even tell you, cause it's, if you are working in the same audition, I, I don't care what you sound like. Cause that's going to maybe be my feelings. So I, I can't even tell you, a I can't tell you why I would leave my business to mind your business that no one's paying me for. Right. I, like, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you mind the business that pays you. And you know period. what pays me? You know what pays me? How well I pay to play these four strings. So that's what I'm going to focus on period (laughs) like Like, period i'd be so unbothered right and uninterested (laughs) okay say that part (laughs) uninterested now let's be clear like, like we could be we could be trifling sometimes like delaney we send we send memes and like twitter posts back and forth that's that's not us not minding our business that's us being trifling by nature right and like i remember telling you about like i had just met this particular person and we were in an area where there were we were surrounded by practice rooms and somebody was practicing and they said to my to my little brown face okay they said <laughs> they were like wow that person's intonation is terrible i, I remember t- i was in shock <laughs> especially like wasn't she like a first year yes yeah, I'm was like, and it was like orientation week i I'm was like, like man, just got here sis so Right ma'am and you're already being terrible i was like do you have perfect intonation i mean, why, you still got a oh, racial no, statement and i'm exactly i'm like if you have perfect intonation you wouldn't be here why are you shelling out seventy three thousand dollars a year uh to <laughs> so go here if you have perfect intonation and you're perfect are you kidding right would you would you pass the time at Eastman? also ma'am if them you still got a racial savings on your on your act if you don't go sit down somewhere talk <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. about their intonation their intonation is terrible. Well guess where they are? They're in the practice room working on it. Where are you out here talking about somebody else about to say something right <laughs> explicit? But <laughs> you you out here talking about somebody else. Why are you doing that? What is what what is going on inside? You know what they mad insecure. <laughs> that's what it really is. I don't care. You could you could be like, No man, I ain't uh, duh, 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 duh. no, you have low self esteem. And like you need that's between you and your therapist. To figure out and unpack. I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry that you feel that terribly about yourself and your playing that you feel the need to tear other people down. People in your very own studio. You feel the need to tear people down and then and then you turn around and smile on their face when they're done practicing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It like, could never I, be me. I could never, because like I can't, I can't, okay, I know how to say face, but I don't know how to be fake if that makes sense. So it's mm-hmm. like, if I don't like you, I have to, I, I, ugh you know it's going to be painfully obvious like <laughs> I think I think about like, I think I'm a little bit better than you because <laughs> Delaney, I don't care don't get mad don't I save her face for nothing for I can't, nothing I thought I was the bad. last thing to go <laughs> like I thought I was freaking bad That's but I could crack a go. I could crack a smile Delaney, like, <laughs> I've never seen anything <laughs> like it like I'm not even, like no cap I've never seen nothing like it but um sorry, sorry i must be able to control my facial expressions you if i don't want to be here you are gonna know it <laughs> like i could i could crack a smile but um I'm, i remember um okay so i went back to my to my undergrad for some reason to see this girl's recital right um the where i was teaching public school at the time was maybe about an hour hour and a half from my undergrad so it was like no problem for me to to do that also like oh, you better than me are you kidding some people's recital be across the street i would be like i don't know if i can make it i mean <laughs> i ain't gonna hold you when the semester gets real turbulent i'm like you know oh shucks what time is your recital it's mm. yeah, a couple of core people whose recital i'm making it to regardless and after that i mean right I mean, I feel you on that. I ain't even to hold you, but whatever. Also, I was living, I was living in a college town, but like I was also living alone. It was it was a lot, so I was like, it's a weekend? What, what am I gonna do?" Right? So I go to her recital. Whatever the girl, I thought she plays well because honestly, I've said this before. I don't know if I said it on here. The, I don't like studio class because it forces me to listen to to music in a way that I don't enjoy listening to, like especially like. Um, Mr. Taylor he makes you comment which is like which is mm. his philosophy behind that which I mean I agree with I think it's a great thing is that he he's a very uh strong believer that everyone will teach so you need to know how to at least be able to say something you like there there has to be I mean he might go easy on you and it'll be like you could say like I have thing to say I remember um this one kid was preparing for an audition and like he's like so good, and literally one by one, everybody went around the room, and it was like, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I have nothing. Like it was, he did a really good job. He, it wasn't good the week before, and then he came back, and it was whatever. So, it but it forces me to be to listen to music in a way that like I don't like to do it because I just want to enjoy it. I don't want to be like, oh, what I gotta say, what I gotta say, what I gotta say, because he gonna be like Miss Brown, what do you gotta say? Um, yeah, I keep my mouth. It's so so rare that I say something in studio class. I think maybe three times. So, that's once a year. Really? <laughs> so you, <laughs> far. you must speak. And even... Well, yeah, yeah, now that I'm a senior, um, I'm sure he'll call... Because he usually calls on grad students and seniors um, if he calls on anyone at all. I'll see. Like, yeah, yeah, he'll call you by name. <laughs> yeah. So, if, if there's time, which GT always makes time. If there's time, everybody speaks. If there's not a lot of time the seniors and grad students are definitely speaking so either way i'm screwed right so mm-hmm. but i go to this girl's recital i'm enjoying it she plays walton top to bottom i'm like is this the same girl that came in when who's a year younger than me like that's freaking crazy you play walton top to bottom i was like do your thing girl so this other girl that i don't really like to talk to no more so i just don't talk to her she um we were talking after the recital. And she was, I was like, "Oh my god, that was so good!" Like da da da. And I'm like, "She's come such a long way." And she was like, "It wasn't good." And I'm like, "Are you kidding?" And she was like, "Yeah, it wasn't in tune." And I'm like, first of all, Walton's impossible to play in tune." And I'm like, "Also, how dare you? You want a job yet, sis?" <laughs> right? I'm like, I- "You're you not your opinion for free. That's crazy." You and I mean, like, f- to be fair, it wasn't at her recital. Like, she it, it was that trash. It wasn't like right after, like woof. What a doozy that was! It wasn't that; it was like, <laughs> oh, <okay>. oh, Nelly. <laughs> it was like a couple of months after, but she came up in conversation, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I remember, like her recital. Like I thought it was re- that Walton went really well, considering like where she came from. But and she was like, "Oh, it wasn't good. It wasn't in tune." I'm like, "Girl, <laughs> you know, when I get annoyed, I get rude." I was like, "Is are you talking about the same stummus that that you couldn't even finish because it literally <gasps> fumbled?" you remember that you yeah, forgot so about that to Take you there i was like i say nothing about nobody's instrument nothing but if you come for me then i might have to send for you girl so. let's i watched that concerto crash and burn in a way that i ain't never seen before okay <laughs> like let's not i feel i hate that i hate that so mm. much is hard yeah and it's not even like and like i know like oh we just said like oh yeah she crashed and burned, but it's like all we're doing we're trying to point out that like nobody is perfect and like why are you this is the same thing what that's the same thing that Prokofi have said to Stravinsky, like you yourself are not are not um exempt from error like yeah and you make mistakes as well everybody 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 like single person on the face of god's green and blue that plays in tune all the time not not one person or doesn't rush a little bit or you know what i'm saying like yeah and it's like and even then me being like well i watched that shadow crash and burn i'm like but there was also some amazing things about it because i i literally don't have it in me i i don't have it in me to be like well that was freaking terrible wow you should quit i don't <laughs> first of all especially coming from me there's a bunch of people i would tell you that katie has something to say and secondly i also they, Va- I, I vividly remember the cadenza of that concerto, and it was amazing. The same one that crashed and burned. <laughs> so it's like I don't, I literally don't have it in me to be like, wow, that was freaking terrible. Let me DM you this video. You see this? Wow, that was a quarter cent sharp. Meanwhile, my viola is collecting dust. What? I don't remember the last time I played a note in tune. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> now I'm ready to stop now. Oh, my stream Yeah. Um yeah but like we said like one of the reasons why people do this is like low self-esteem so if that's you please get help like unpack sooner rather than later because like it'll help you like this is not only damaging to the people that you tear down it's damaging to you right like and like i know i talk about myself three trillion times worse than i would ever talk about anybody else (laughs) like i mean i feel like like, that's something we all i mean i'm I'm not gonna say we all kind of what y'all dealing with but like negative self talk Is definitely something That I Have actively Been working on stopping And like mm-hmm. Not like completely stopping Because like We're not gonna act Sometimes Like your thoughts be funny You said what? So Sometimes it would be funny See Yes I would agree Sometimes It is funny But for me I had to stop it Because like m- My spirit started to believe it And I was like Okay well yeah. I can't I Like literally for the past Like five or six months I've been actively Like no jokes about this. No jokes, and I, and I it might slip out. Like some people might be like come back with a receipt or a timestamp from a different episode. Maybe I don't know, but not to my recollection. Like I really I've actively been working on that because like it wasn't it wasn't going well on the inside. It, yeah. Like my my spirit like subconsciously started believing it, and then it's like, well, dang, maybe you really can't play into it, and that's not true, you know. So yeah, I had to. I've been actively working on on that personally yeah i've started saying i've i started sort of looking like obviously i have a long way to go um because i haven't completely stopped but like i started thinking about it when someone said that to me they were like i feel like like they were they were like i feel like you like you the stuff that you say about yourself like i just hope you don't feel that way about you and i was like what you even talking about like i'm just playing like what you even you know like i honestly don't feel Mm -hmm. like that like you know Mm -hmm. but you know sometimes like things i i also do very much believe that things are internal like if anyone tells me something about myself that i don't believe i'll be like i believe that you have a reason to think that yeah, there may be something that you are seeing that I am not. Like I, I totally believe it because people don't just be fabricate. Well, some people do, but right. people don't fabricate things out of nowhere, especially people that know, like that know you, right? So like if if you said Delaney, I feel brah bra, bra, and I'm like, I don't, I don't see that for me. But I, you know me, and I trust that that you see that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like that's how I feel about like niggas. So when someone told me that, I was like, dang, I really need to reevaluate. Like. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, I really need to quit that. But what I'm trying to say is, like, since I talk to myself worse than I would ever talk to about someone else, like, if you're someone that tears people down, I can't imagine the stuff that you say to yourself. Right. Like, that's not just negatively affecting other people, it's affecting you as well. But sometimes people might do it to be, like, to make themselves feel better. So it's like, that's well, true. that person got this and that, but at least I don't sound like that. Or at least da da da. I'm like, but it's always someone playing circles around you and embarrassing you. Always. Exactly. At any level. So to me that I mean, that's just counterproductive. I'm like, I don't understand why you just can't just mind your business. Yeah, there's literally no amount of of um there's no amount of criticizing someone else that's gonna make you feel better about your playing because you still gonna sound the same. You might actually sound worse because you spent all that time talking about someone else. Right. Um <laughs> okay we spent a lot of time talking about that but i did want to to talk about like we've talked about how it can negatively affect the community around you um it can affect people wanting to come to you about certain things like if i know somebody is rude i'm not gonna play for you you know right right Like, i'm not why would i go to the one the person that's known for being nasty to people and ask you for advice like I'm not doing that um, but I I also wanted to talk about like the effects of having a positive community in classical music which is something that I haven't had a very like tight knit version of until extremely recently mm-hmm. um yeah so do you have any any thoughts on on how that has affected you or affects people in general I mean I think something that you said before like I, ha- I found people that I found people that I trust and those are kind of people that I lean on. So if, if I'm preparing for an audition, um, there are certain people, there, there are certain people that I'm going to ask. And I have very few <laughs> of them. There are, they are viola, like outside of the teachers, there are violas that I know won't wish ill upon me. I know that will speak to me in a way that they understand how my brain works um and so I I play for those people so in that regard yes and like not, a lot of times like they're not even they might not even be my friends to be honest like they their former studio mates um Andrew tiedto me hitting his line to to, okay. <laughs> to play for him I mean he's literally the blueprint like he just went from glory to glory to glory you know he has a job like what a concept um yeah so people like that I mean but if we're talking about so you talking about, like, viola-wise? Are you talking about, like, community-wise as ta- well? Yeah, community-wise. I mean, once I just was, like, I'm just gonna be black and whatever and just whatever draws. And, it, and let's be clear, I never had a problem with that in the past. <laughs> never had a problem with that in the past. Um, But, like, especially, like, while I was attending Eastman, I... Side, I'm just gonna be my most authentic self and that kind of just drew my community to me that's all I had to do mm-hmm. I remember like <laughs> uh after rehearsal after a field rehearsal with Jasmine oboist la Jasmine hey girl um <laughs> bonjour all right bonjour <laughs> Not bonjour. Oh, you suck! You get on my nerves. So bonjour. <laughs> um, I literally went up to her and I was like, "Hey, so Jason told me that you are gonna be here. My name is Katie. You want to like mm-hmm, do something?" And now it's like we're hair buddies. We talk about hair all the time. Um, so yeah, my community kind of just came to me, so I was really lucky about that. And then, and we, I feel like we all be on the same way for the most part. <clears throat> but uh, elaborate. Can you imagine? No, I don't want to elaborate. You're so fucking messy. How about you? Okay, so, yeah, I feel like having a community in classical music has helped me immensely. Like, like you said, um, um, finding people that you can trust. Um, I do have, I think I had about, like, two people in my studio that, like, every time after I played in studio class, like, of course, I heard all the, all the comments from my teacher. And then these there would be at least one person in particular that i'm thinking of that i would go up to him and be like do you have anything to say to me you know like about what just happened because there's someone that i know is kind someone who is professional someone um who who cares about me and and my progress and is not looking at me as somebody that's competing um that that you know that he's competing with and somebody that is just like an all-around good person um Mm -hmm. and a bass player that i admire so um just having people like that like so even before i had the black community like i did have that person and like um, one other person who actually was involved with the whole trash and other people but i also knew this person and, and i still trusted her despite that because i honestly feel like some people just don't even look at it that way which is crazy to me but mm-hmm. I can tell by the way that they do it that like they're not thinking about it that way, which is why I wanted to explain it. But um, but also like with us, the blacks, TM. Um, could you imagine I actually trademark that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, i's, you know, I'm trifling, so I support you. Right. So, um, but like having a community of people that like like perfect example first of all this podcast like we wanted to bring black classical music musicians together in a place where like we can be black we can be nerds about classical music and all of that and everything in between like and we high key cultivated a community like i mean for real like it's crazy like y'all (laughs) y'all some real ones for real like i shout out to y'all and the um we should have a we should have a name like a little fandom name. That's so like cute. <laughs> okay, hey, hey. Uh, with a name like that, we won't have to worry about this podcast no more. <laughs> that would be cute. Are we are we legit enough to have a name though? No, we're not. Yeah, we gotta we gotta wait a couple years. <laughs> not yet, but even like in the making of this, like we have people in our core group, like people that we trust, like Richard. When we need help with things, like. You know, yeah. call, we have people that we know they will show up. And I feel like in a in a field that's like it's so critical, it's hard. Um, it takes an um, an incredible amount of resilience to to s- stay here in classical music because you have to be able to take a loss and get right back up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's so important to do that. And I feel like why make it harder on yourself? Right. By pushing by pushing people away. When you could have like you you can literally like you can literally, um, improve without tearing other people down. Right. Like, and and I just feel like that's something that like our friend group has really down pat for the most part. Like, Ooh. I'm just saying, for the most part, like, if I'm applying for something, if I don't get it, I I want one of y'all to get it. Right. You know, like, why would I, oh, I'm not going to send this to Katie, because if she applied and that lessens my chances, and blah, 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 like, first of all, if if I don't get it, I would love to see you up there. Exactly. Like, my mom was making fun of me. She was like, oh, that's your friend at your recital, because, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I cry easily, but I was like, that's my friend, oh, my God, like, she was like, she was like, I could tell, like, that you care about Katie, because, like, how you look at her. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was, pr- I like, I'm like, this is my friend. I'm, pr- I know how nervous you were. How like, you know, like I was like, I'm proud that you, you made it. You know, That's and you did really, really well. Okay, I don't get carried away. Talk, don't get to thinking I got a heart, but like, okay, <laughs> but like, I just feel like that. That feels so much better than being alone in in classical music. I just want to get like, like people that you can root for. So that when, when things aren't going so well in, in your world, you have somebody that, you, that, you know, you could be like, well, dang, look at you doing it for the, for the both of us. And one thing where I mean is like, I'm, I'm a really, I'm a pretty dramatic person. Right. So I have, okay. <laughs> that's not, some, that's actually, you know what? That's not something. I mean, I ain't asking for no amen, but that's not something, that's not something I would fight <laughs> because I know I'm dramatic and I have a bunch of people that pull me back from the ledge like constantly and I feel like that's not something that I really had before um embracing this community and like cultivating this community like I'll say some off the and that's not just classical music like Nikki's a good good for that too but I'll say some off the wall stuff and Caitlin will be like now Katie how that sound to you She's like, why don't you, <laughs> why don't you get out your feelings <laughs> and get right back on? It's like, everybody wants everybody to do well, you know? And like, a, a lot of people genuinely want everybody to do well. So, yeah, I don't know. And I feel like you break up that community when it's like, and that sentiment when it's like, oh, look how bad this person playing. Ain't that crazy? Like, it's weird. Y'all are weird. All right, so, I mean, I, I hope that y'all are delivered from that state of mind. Um, for the time being I hope I wish you nothing but the best, but that may change. Wow. <laughs> oh. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted to end on a positive note. Like seek out your community. I mean that's what we did, we starting Black Students at Eastman and Classically Black podcast, like Seek out the community Because it's so much better On the other side It really is And I understand Like It's not always easy Like my first year At Eastman was <clears throat> Interesting I mean Not like I definitely had friends And they were They were great And honestly Like my friend I'm not gonna say her name But my friend Who's a DMA student Like is definitely Someone I've played for who Someone who I trust Like if I want to get Critique on my playing Honest Critique i'm not gonna ask her you know so it doesn't have if if you if the blacks at your institution or in your space aren't acting right like that doesn't mean that like you can't you know still cultivate something you know yeah. don't feel like because um, i don't I know it's easy to feel disheartened if like the blacks in your in your circle i don't know don't want to be black with you or because that's right. that's very real that is very it's real. so real like, and even us, like, play together, do our little black studio class, even though, like, that was something where, like, you played and you were like, it got comments. I was like, girl, that's none of my business. Meanwhile, you over here, you get in, you better have three degrees. Oh, I okay. have nothing to say to you <laughs> with my high school diploma. Okay. That's not the same thing, <laughs> you know. It. I mean, no, but, like, I really feel like I was like, what, what am I going to say to you? You know? that I mean, there, there is, that's also low key a problem because, like, you want to be able to. Like it's not like I have nothing to offer, mm-hmm. you know. And like I remember one time, in little freshman Delaney. I think it was like my, s- it, it was little freshman Delaney, and I said something to a senior who literally was in the semifinals of an international bass competition for solo, like a an amazing bass player. Were you and like I? Re- and were you made to say what? something? No. Oh. I, yeah, I know. And 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 you know, me like I would if I if I wasn't 100,000% sure I was right, I wouldn't say, like, and I think everybody was surprised. It was an excerpt where it was like, it was something that my teacher had said to me about that excerpt a million times, and I never heard it, and then I heard somebody else play it, and I was like, oh. And so I said it, and it was funny, because, like, he looked, and he was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, at least he was receptive to it, because classical music is weird, because it's like, it's about like you want people to res- to have mutual respect, but it's also about deference. And hmm, freshmen Say, I mean like you want to cultivate you want uh, I don't even know how to say this. You want to cultivate a safe space. <clears throat> and I will always like be open to what freshmen have to say to me, but it's also like it's, there was also like a thing where like it's like everybody in the room is looking at you because it's like tread lightly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it's weird. And I did. Yeah, I mean, it's. I remember. When, um, Andrew played. <laughs> Andrew played. He was a he was a, a second year senior when I was a freshman, and Andrew played, and, and my teacher looked at me, and was like, "Can you have a comment?" I'm like, I looked at her like, "Are you kidding?" Right. I'm like, Andrew could have put the viola on its bridge and rode it like a surfboard across the stage. Oh, and I okay. still wouldn't have anything to say to him. I'd be like, you know what I really like. I really liked how you, oh, Freshman Katie, I really liked how you um rode oh, okay. the viola <laughs> without breaking it. <laughs> <laughs> how? That was, how you not gonna break that kind of bridge? <laughs> I thought that was really, really, really good. And, uh, I did not sound like that. I was still as trifling. Just yeah. younger. That sounded just I was, like this. Yeah, I was encouraged to say <laughs> something, and the only reason why is because it was something about rhythm, and I'm like, you literally cannot fight me on that. But I also said it in a way that, like, I'm sure people could tell that I was like, I was very timid about it because, like, at the same time, like, who am I? Mm-hmm. But, but I'm, also, like, I'm really bad. It, it was really also indisputable. Like I'm really bad yeah, at that because I think like that. Who am I? Thing is so dangerous because it's like you have an opinion. You know? But yeah, then it but, is dangerous. But then it's also like if you in the finals of the Primrose Viola competition, I have nothing to that's the when he played the the guy in my studio played them excerpts and he dusted even Mr. Taylor was like <laughs> Mr. Taylor he be gassing, but he, he's right. I saw a meme today, it was like nobody gasses like black people. <laughs> and it's Girl. so true. I that's what I love about us because well, you don't love it when I do it, okay? Because you never mind, I would because you'd be like, Primrose could never, Primrose, he, he did, up. he's alive and playing the viola anyway. Um, that made I me mean, lose my tri- my sense of train of thought with yo trifling, but oh uh, God. dang it, you suck. No, but you were saying like the "who am I" thing is dangerous. But like you said, if you're in the finals of Primrose, like what you gotta say? I haven't said to you. Oh yeah, when Neil, even Mr. Even Mr. Taylor was like, uh, when he he played some excerpts, and it was so clean. That Mr. Taylor, he literally, I quote, was like, "Damn you!" Like <laughs> because it was, because <laughs> it was like so clean he was like i can't stand you he's like well i have nothing to say <laughs> like <laughs> sometimes it's it be like that so it's like if mr Telling ain't gonna say what am i gonna say well you know in measure three, you really if you just re-rotate the hand and rebalance i think i think what right like girl <laughs> bye so it's right it's, it's delicate it's a balance yeah and that's how i felt when you was playing i was like girl okay but that's there's plenty to say especially like <laughs> third third year double masters what i what i'm gonna say there's plenty to say okay plenty well, I you asked me to demonstrate <laughs> Oh my god, anyway, I, I should write all the stuff that happened in, in studio class down. There'll be a, a New York bestseller. Well, one, one, one time a student gave a comment, and Miss Taylor was like, All right, show her. And I was like, Oh, yeah, that's exactly why I keep my mouth <laughs> shut. And that's not fair to show on, a, on an instrument you're not familiar with in front of people you weren't planning on playing, right? You may not even be playing that piece right now, right. <laughs> He did that to me. He was, okay, of course it was. what You know what it was? Oh, you know what it was? Telling all my business today. Okay, so you know that wretched piece, brook Romance, right? <laughs> Mr. Taylor was like, all right, so all the grad students are going to teach one element of this piece right now. You have 10 minutes. He's like, all right, Miss Brown, you first. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? First of all, I hate this piece. Secondly, I mean, like, I know what to say because it's like, whatever, like, I teach. But it's like, I don't play the piece. I haven't played that piece since undergrad. It's hard to play in tune. Just because it's Brooke don't mean, it's easy, and like now everybody watching you, like you, all you big stuff. Okay, third year double masters. What you gotta say? How are it gonna sound? What are you gonna do? All right, fix this. Right, since you since you know so much. Oh my goodness, we we wrapping this up. We go two hours. Oh mm-hmm. my god, it's actually two hours. <laughs> How we get here? Yeah, all right. Sports ball, okay. that was like twenty minutes. <laughs> Right. So, long story short, stop sucking. Okay, I was gonna say community—that's <laughs> gonna make you feel comfortable. Oh yeah, and um, safe and happy in classical music because sometimes times are hard. What? What is this? This is the opposite day. You're you're the the one that's it's looking bleak, and I'm the positive one. When am I? When have I ever been the positive one of the two of us? I mean, you're not negative, Nancy. Yeah, I'm not. I used to be. I've come a long way. Now I see myself as a. I'm a realist with pessimistic leaning, for sure. So how long does it take you to come up with that? What you mean? <laughs> because, like, because, like, I remember you saying you were an optimist. And I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely not an optimist. Um, I think, I think I'm very literal. So I think I'm a realist. But I do like if I I lean one way or another, definitely pessimistic, over optimistic. I'm trying to nudge the needle a little bit, but I'm still, mm, I'm still an optimist largely, but like I'm an optimist in the fact that I know it's going to work out, but I'm not all, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent optimistic in the process. I've noticed that about myself, especially over the past year, Mm. but I know that it's going to work out always. Cause I know something that you say you're like. Yeah, but, like, I want to be realistic. So, you could be an optimist, but you lean a little bit more towards realism, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if you're, like, like if somebody be like, yeah, I mean, you could take the Berlinville audition and just see, you know? <laughs> yeah, when y'all be trolling that sound me. That's not like Caitlyn. When y'all be trolling me, you too, Mara. I mean, I, I mean you might could. You could. You could just no, see. No, I'm not. First of all, I'm not giving these girls no deposit, no money deposits, no nothing. I'm not giving y'all my time for my excerpts. I'm not giving y'all none of that period all right right it's black excellence now (laughs) all right black excellence where we hype you up gas you up and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top who you got delaney yeah right y'all hear that room for everybody at the top yep all right so this week (laughs) not just you at the top all right so this week we're talking about anthony Panther. all right so let me just say this to you anthony Okay, I just want to give you a heads up. Okay, never mind,
1: never yeah, mind.
0: Because, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so let me t- let me tell you a little something about Anthony though. Why he he has two bios on his website? I know that's right, right. So, um, because he is not only an illustrious conductor, but he is also a bassoonist. So he actually has two separate bios for each on his website, um he came up on my feed because um he just became the new music director of the San Bernardino Symphony Orchestra. So, um I'm going to read I'm going to do the highlights of his conducting bio just because like that's what brought him to uh the Black Excellence uh spot for this week. Um but I encourage you, I mean as always we'll link his website in the description. I encourage you to peruse because First of all, this bio, this one bio, one of two, is about <laughs> maybe eleven paragraphs long. So we're not even going to scratch the surface <laughs> today. I mean, we're already two hours in. So we haven't had a two-hour episode since what, Richard? Yes, that's the only one we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to see. Like we already talk too much because we friends, and then we added the, we did three Musketeers when it come when it's me, Richard. And Richard like. That's uh, Richard, he's surprising me more and more day by day. We just be sitting around talking forever. Like Right. When was the last time we ran out of we ran out of things to say? Well Richard Never. <laughs> Ever. Um Alright, but Anthony, so he is I'm sorry, Sir Panther, because who am I? Um, <laughs> right. Oh oh master for one. Right. <laughs> um he ha- is the music director of the Southeast Symphony, which is um, an orchestra in Los Angeles uh, that's known for having uh, for being a majority of Black musicians in the orchestra. Um, he also, like I just said, is just became the music director of the San Bernardino Symphony. Um, he's also the artistic director of Musicians at Play, which is an organization. Um, that's dedicated to preserving and and showcasing the musical le- uh, legacy of Los Angeles and they also uh raise money for instrumental music programs uh music programs throughout uh southern California. So first of all, how you how you a music director times 3. Yeah, I kind of three. I just want to make sure I was keeping I, up. I was like so how. Right. <laughs> like I could really I could really keep up with my job and this podcast and, and all kind of this, like I'm not, and I'm not even doing half half as much as what he's doing. Like God bless him. Right, he um has performed all over the world, United States, UK, Spain, um all over Asia, Australia, South America, like, whoo, Chile. Um, he's also he his uh, expertise also spans genres. Uh, two set take notes. Yeah. Um, um, what a what a concept. Let's let's dive right. in right here. Um, he's collaborated in the recording studio with um all kinds of people. Joshua Bell. Um okay. RZA. Is that Riza? Like SZA? Wait, what? RZA? Oh, girl, is that I don't is know that it is. I thought you said SZA. I said, yeah, oh. girl SZA. but oh no. because 'cause 'cause I'm asking like, is it pronounced Riza? Oh, like how SZA is pronounced SZA. Okay, well, RZA. Uh Wu Tang <laughs> clan. Canadian Brass, Kanye West, Imagine Dragons, uh, right, Rihanna, um, right, he's also, um, a leading authority of, uh, orchestral works by minority and, uh, women composers. He's, uh, performed all kinds of works from Florence Price to George Walker to Margaret Bonds, William Grant Steele, Duke Ellington, Samuel Coleridge-Taylor, um, exactly, like, Speak Their Names, and and someone like this being the music director of three orchestras like we're getting black composers finally Girl, we don't want to hear no more mozart overtures like talk (sighs) about talk about for the people like um he's he's been in recording sessions as a conductor for movies television shows um albums video game scores uh, he's recorded on a, a bunch of uh historic stages the 20th century fox stage mgm slash sony uh, warner brothers studios Capitol records like he is all over the place um He's also played on a lot of movies. I said I wasn't going to dip into the bassoon stuff, but like so many notable movies. Um most recently The Lion King, which had so much black excellence on that soundtrack, let me tell you. Right. Um right. He's been <coughs> like uh, literally not even the tip of the iceberg. Like you must just read his bio. It's I'm literally not even playing. It's like 11 paragraphs long for the <laughs> for the uh, for the conducting bio. And and you know what I'm hoping? I'm hoping, I'm hoping he adds to name a few. <laughs> that's, yes. That, that's the ultimate thing that you can put in your bio to let people know that you are about it. Like, you, and I you know are this. sickening. <laughs> like, that, I should email him and be like, you know what you should add? Right. <laughs> 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 to name a few. To name a few. I support it. Here, all here. Right, so I'll be I'll be linking his um, website where you can see all all um, all the ins and outs of his illustrious uh career. Um, he also some, has some media up there of work that he's done. So, keep being black and excellent. Woo! All right, my piece of the week is the Barber of Seville Overture by Rossini. Um, A well-known little ditty. However, I think it's low-key. It's not slept on because, like, it's pervasive everywhere however Mm -hmm. it's just it's nice okay Rossini loves to give the girls a good e minor key um so this is what we have here however it's quite nice and quite enjoyable um favorite recording I don't know I will find one and I will let you know which one I like (laughs) let me tell you which one I just listened to no when you're just on your snapchat story complaining about this yes because it's terrible (laughs) (coughs) it's very it's very cute to play i'm gonna. i would never take that away from him mm-hmm. um but it's like when you have to play it's like certain stuff it's like laga larger also by Rossini like that's that's very very nice and then you gotta play it and it's like string crossings and like oh yeah the lSO london symphony i like this one okay um. Period Rossini did that You know You know I found out like Last year that the Barber Seville Was actually about a barber Girl, I just But it's like Why would Like Sweeney Todd Yeah but I just like Maybe I shouldn't have told the whole world that But it's just like Why would you write an opera about a barber And then I, you know, I figured it out Don't worry we're here now There was a they was a writing stuff about all kind of things Don't nobody care about You right. Um Don't forget, y'all, y'all, listen, lean in. Lean in. I want you to put your I want you to put like your earphone all the way up. Lean right into your speaker. All the way in until it's touching your eardrum. If you are I don't care what your doctor (laughs) said at all. No, I'm just kidding. If you are driving, I want you to turn it all the way up to thirty three. Your fancy car, forty six, I want you to turn it all the way up. We need you to vote for us for this thing I feel like if we come together we could do it we want to get picked not to be to be clear what we gonna pick for I don't know but Garrett recommended us and we trust Garrett so pick us there's enough of y'all who tune in weekly we we love you we we appreciate you there's enough of y'all to get this done for us tell y'all me way over the top to way over the top. Honestly. And it's looking a little, you know, it looking a little scarce, okay, compared to what well, the listeners that we get weekly. <clears throat> it's a little scarce. It's like not. It's like literally less than a quarter, y'all. <laughs> yeah, like, and we we just want to see we y'all support us, y'all. We we be trifling on IG, y'all follow along. Oh, I have a note about that. Um, but please, please, please vote for us. We're gonna put this description down. Okay. We're going to put it in the description box down below. Please vote for us. Also one thing, if you're listening to us, um, on SoundCloud, please subscribe to our channel. We would appreciate it. Um, while we appreciate the support, we want to see, it will just help our numbers. If you are subscribed to the channel, literally one click, i will also notify you when we upload. It's easier instead of just checking every Monday to see when it is because it, you know, sometimes the Wi-Fi be cutting up, and it might come out of ten or eleven. <laughs> okay, it might not. It might not be up at seven like you since, okay? yeah, it to. Okay, or might come out on two. Days, <laughs> okay, don't yes. even put that in the atmosphere, because we we have really? been close. <laughs> we've been close. So please subscribe Truly. to, um, please subscribe to the SoundCloud channel, and also don't don't be afraid to say anything. Shout out to the Phantom that uh, uh, left us a comment. Leave us comments. We like it. Let's like interact with y'all. Um, I think that's that. Uh, we have some upcoming stuff for you, so stay tuned for that. Ooh, we we finally want them people that can oh, say we that. Sure we got we got <laughs> right. a bunch. Of, I feel out here. Whoa! Right. Okay, so I feel like I mean we ain't even so we ain't signed no NDA or nothing, but it's like also the way we both are, we not putting nothing out until it's like it's time. Yeah. So like, but I feel all, like I feel all fancy. Like, oh yeah, we can't tell y'all yet. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate. hate when we, we, <laughs> I hate when influencers do that. But yeah, we got stuff coming up, so stay on the lookout for that. You might see us. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's yeah. that on that. <laughs> Anything else we got? That's vote for us, subscribe to us on SoundCloud if you yeah. listen. On All SoundCloud. the link is also in our Instagram bio now. Yeah, on IG. So it's below this episode and, and in the Instagram bio. If you want to catch us on our shenanigans that aren't on Monday, and you're not like scarred from Mondays, follow us on IG. That's at Classically Black Podcast. Speaking of IG, okay, so y'all. Let's not do this. I'm, I'm already winning. You're nowhere, you're nowhere near. I just want to write. I just want I just want to say one thing. I have to get this off my chest. So you already okay. So for the those of you who don't follow us on IG, let me tell you how Delaney has been ruining my day today. Um I literally told you before I posted it that I was gonna okay, up and you were like, yeah, do it. Yeah, you I know? told you to do it, but I just Honestly, guys, I expected way more support than this. I come, I come on here every week. I don't know why. I come on here every week. I, I'm candid with you. I'm transparent. I support you. you. I add. You haven't named a single thing that I don't also do. I, you, <laughs> shut up, Delaney. This is not about you. <laughs> I give my all to you to this podcast. No, there's something I don't do to no, to my to my co-host and. You can't support me in one little thing as simple as simple as putting mayonnaise on your hot dog bun. You have to do it. You have to try it. It lubricates the bun. What you should know about. Never mind. Wow, this is a PG podcast. <laughs> mm. It lubricates the bun to make a more satisfying culinary experience. Okay. And, and we talk about hot dogs. <laughs> 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 That's all I had to say. I want to get my two cents in for that. Thank you to the people, the three people, the last time I checked that supported me. No, it's five now. Well, four because you don't count. And um, to y'all who supported Delaney, wow, y'all are fake. Um, no. <laughs> and to y'all who didn't vote, I appreciate you guys being nice and sparing Katie's feelings. So that's all I had to say. I, I I was not gonna go out like that, so I had to say something. But no, okay. Um wow. It's you know it's 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 tough. You know it's cuz you, you just give you just give 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 and it's like Oh my god. <laughs> she, and you know what? She, but you know we can't be surprised cuz she just said a couple of hours ago that she was dramatic. So See, don't gas me. <laughs> no, now you gaslighting me? No. See, I don't have a problem with that. No, I'm not gaslighting you. You said you literally agreed. But I was like we can't be surprised that you that you're going this deep. Thank you so much for listening to Classy Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. Y'all, we're trying to grow our Twitter stuff. It's a, That's at Classically Black Pod. So if you got a Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Delaney's in charge of that, so it's mad trifling. So go see what she's talking about. Um, <laughs> if you have a piece of the week suggestion, Black excellence suggestion, or intermission suggestion, <clears throat> uh email us at Black podcast at gmail.com and we will talk to you next week bye y'all actually oh lord you know what maybe we won't talk to y'all next week we already this is pretty much two episodes in one we could just split this right down the middle <laughs> <Can> you imagine <laughs> it stops the intermission <laughs> the girls will be pissed this was, this was part one of episode <laughs> Tune in next week for part two. Could you imagine? I want to. If a podcast did that to me, I'll unsubscribe. (laughs) All right. Bye for real. Okay. Bye for real. And another thing I'm playing. Okay. Bye. Oh, okay. (laughs)